Hi, and welcome to the Asia Gaming Brief face-to-face -face series. I'm speaking today with Professor Wolfgang Alt, CEO and founder of the China Outbound Tourism Research Institute. He is one of the leading authorities when it comes to Chinese outbound travel trends. I'm going to be asking Wolfgang today about the recent dystopian lockdowns in Shanghai and what that tells us about China's zero COVID policy uh, for the rest of this year and next and how that might affect travel. Uh, Wolfgang, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Yes, uh, you already mentioned, of course, at the moment, uh, the big question is how will uh, the COVID-19 story continue in China? Because we see now that the government until now is still keeping the policy of uh, lockdowns and zero tolerance when actually uh, with the Omicron uh, mutation, this doesn't seem to work. And uh, um, therefore, there's a lot of uh, uneasiness about what, what will happen. And uh, I think eventually there needs to be a change towards a policy like the rest mm. of the world is, is doing. Yeah. Uh, what makes it more difficult is that uh, in China, as, especially the old people, uh, especially people 80 years and older, have not been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. uh, their preference was given to the, to the working population. Uh, and that, of course, makes uh, especially the old folks uh, vulnerable. There's been some pretty harrowing images coming out of Shanghai uh, in, in recent, uh, recent weeks. Um, you know, and, and I think Guangzhou also had sort of a, a bit of a run-in with COVID as well. Um, just based on what's happened in Shanghai, let, let's focus on that. What is that? What's that telling you about China's zero COVID policy? Um, and has this changed your expectation about when China will reopen their borders at all? Well, this is something which unfortunately I have to say, I've been predicting something like that happening for four months. And uh, I've always been saying, I hope I will be wrong, but uh, it seems I was not. And uh, so, when, for instance, uh, Thailand Tourism Authority uh, said a few days ago they hope that from October Chinese tourists uh, will come again uh, and they will start to visit Thailand again. And, hmm. and that is, of course, one of the dates which has been uh, around and this is connected to the 20th Party Congress, which will take place in October and November. And so if uh, there is a less dramatic development of COVID-19, as we are fearing now, uh, and if the economy is not suffering too much, uh, it might be that uh, Xi Jinping decides to give this like, a, like as a gift to the uh, affluent Chinese people that, that to open up the borders, uh, maybe limited to certain countries or certain regions of the world. So that would be the positive scenario. But of course, it might also be that uh, it is uh, spring festival next year before uh, any outbound Chinese tourism starts again. With what's happened in Shanghai, uh, is this that scenario that you're fearing where when it comes to that National Party Congress in October, they, they're not going to make that decision to open up then and it may be that next year scenario? Yeah, well, it, it, I think it's at the moment, uh, it's always difficult to see what's happening inside the power structures in China. But mm -hmm. I hear from many people that it seems that there is a lot of... Uh, fighting or let's say discussions and of course uh even Xi Jinping uh, will be uh trying to to get a third term 
uh, Li Keqiang is not. So there is a new number two to put uh, uh, into place and has to be agreed on. And so uh, one can imagine that there is a lot of internal discussions going on. And it seems like uh, for many other questions, there's not, not so much attention paid by the Chinese government as in, in normal times. You mentioned earlier that uh, you know Thailand and actually it's a lot of countries are looking at this uh, October meeting uh, that the the National Congress uh, for China as being a turning point for a lot of policy change. Can you give us a, a brief explanation of why that political event is so important for determining when China is going to open up again? I think well, from the outside, of course, uh, Xi Jinping's power seems to be uh, limitless and. Uh, well, you know, I'm old enough to remember the end of the Soviet Union and uh, how everybody was so surprised that this system, which seemed to be stable within a couple of months, uh, broke down and, and the Soviet Union simply disappeared. So therefore, uh, things which look stable from the outside are not necessarily stable from the inside. So I'm not saying that China is now in the same situation, certainly not. But so... It, uh, after Xi Jinping is, is re-elected for a third term, I think the, then the fight will have been won. And then there can be a lot of new policies put into place without having uh, to defend them that uh, uh, where now people will say, okay, if we don't change the COVID-19 policy, this uh, is an admission of a failure of a wrong policy in the past. So that would be bad. <laughs> if you have internal discussions. So I think uh, from the day Xi Jinping has been re-elected for the third term, uh, there will be much more uh, room for maneuvering for, for, for new developments and the situation will be much more relaxed in, in China. So that right. is why this is such an important uh, turning point and why everybody also I think in China is rather anxious to see uh, what will happen on the way towards this uh, big event. Mm, so you're saying Xi Jinping being re-elected come October uh, gives him more room to change certain policies like the zero COVID policy? Yes, certainly. Yes. Mm. Well, I also just wanted to mention that uh, you'll be traveling to Manila this year in July for the ASEAN Gaming Summit. That's on the 25th to 27th. Um, I, I wanted to get a, a Give, give everybody a bit of a heads up of uh, what, what you'll be speaking about at the event. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm looking forward to, uh, I know that uh, the, the AGB meetings are always very productive and, and very useful. And so uh, uh, the topic will be, well, you guessed it, China, of course, <laughs> and, and uh, the, the changes we can see already now from the two years of domestic tourism development and how, how will be the changed uh, demands and expectations of Chinese travelers were once we are out of this uh, COVID-19 situation and how should uh, casinos and integrated resorts uh, react to that or maybe even better uh, proactively prepare for that. Absolutely. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you at the event. Um, so we very much look forward to it. It'll be probably one of the first uh, in-person conferences on gaming in Asia and maybe a first for you as well in, in the last two years, right? 
Yes, indeed. I mean, this is something I think uh, we are all fed up with uh, talking only on, 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 on Zoom. And I, I really look forward to anything. I know many people look forward to this, uh, having uh, the possibility to to talk privately and uh, to have a drink together in the evening and uh, have all this informal chats, which are an important part of any conference. Exactly. Uh, well, again, I look forward to seeing you in July. Um, thank you so much for the insight into China. Uh, we'll see how it, it all pans out in the next six months. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. And uh, all the best to you and your colleagues. Uh, stay healthy. And that was Wolfgang Alt from the China Outbound Tourism Research Institute. Wolfgang will be joining us at the ASEAN Gaming Summit from the 25th to the 27th of July, 2022 in Manila. He'll be speaking about Chinese outbound tourism trends and how to attract them to your integrated resort. Tickets to the conference are available now at www.aseangaming.com. Tune in every Friday as we hear from the industry's sharpest minds.